return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Thank you so much, Dusty. What a blessing. I was on on the other side of the paper, too. (laughs) The other side of the newspaper. But, you know... To God be the glory. He changes us from glory to glory, and it's through his word. So I just think that's so neat that you uh, touched on, you know, being in the mental institution. And um, because just a couple days ago, I said to my husband, I want to share a few things tonight. And um, what I want to share about is our emotions. And um, my mom was also in a mental institution, and suffered brain damage from alcoholism. And, but I came to find out during that time, which is, whatever, 35 years ago, that we are a triune being. We are spirit, we are soul, and we are body. And thanks be unto God that Jesus bore 39 stripes. And with his stripes, he has healed us, souls, all made us whole. Spirit, we're on our way to heaven. Physically, we've probably all experienced a physical healing. But also our emotions. He came to make us whole and to speak shalom over our lives. It's an area that we work on, I work on, every day. (laughs) And uh, we have a lot of Kleenex at our house, so I'm the crier and Dave isn't. But there is stability. (laughs) See, like, you know how some guys get really moved, like if the wife cries? That doesn't work at our house. It's like, oh, she's crying again. Stop it! (laughs) So... We're good balance. He's, he's a great balance for me. Jesus is our balance. And um, one of the scriptures in Isaiah, I'm a little bit like you, I'm not quite sure where it is tonight, this one, but um, that I've spoken many times is that he is the stability of our times. So he is our stability. He is our rock. The waves will come and beat against both foundations, the, the foundation built on Jesus and the foundation built on the world. But when we're built on the rock, he is the stability of our times. And so I just want to talk tonight a little bit about how our thoughts affect our emotions. So we really have to be aware of what we're thinking about. <laughs> and uh, like one, one uh, teacher says how you can't go into the I'm, I'm wondering, I'm wandering thought patterns. Because usually if we're wondering or we're wandering, it's usually ending up somewhere else. And it's... It's not the spirit-filled mind that the Lord wants us to have. So I can, um, I can share on this um, because I work on it all the time. <laughs> so our thoughts affect our emotions. And as I thought about this, the way that we can direct our thoughts then, you know, what if we get a negative thought? What if we get, you know, a discouraging thought, a bad thought? We can direct our thoughts through the truth. And the truth, of course, is the word. But let's just pray here and ask the Holy Spirit to heal anyone, any emotional um, 
illness tonight. Thank you for your word, Jesus. Thank you, you are stability, Jesus. Just thank you, Lord, that your word has healed us, spirit, soul, and body. And we ask for miracles tonight, Jesus. We pray for miracles, that people will be healed in their emotions tonight, even if it's something they went through as a child, that there will be healing. Sometimes we don't even understand ourselves, but you understand us, Lord. You know us. You know when we sit down, when we rise up. You know us. You know why we do things. You know why we don't do things. You are in love with us. And I pray tonight that we will all get a deeper revelation of your unconditional love for us, that there will be a peace that will settle on everyone in this room, every emotion, every troubled area. Maybe it's a little closet in our head that opens up and causes havoc. But we just pray that those closet doors will be open tonight and that the healer will come in. Thank you, Jesus, for your touch. Enlighten us now as we look at your word and as we look at you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So he is the stability of our times. I don't know how many times in my life I've said that. Lord, you're my balance. Lord, you're my peace. Lord, you're my normal. And uh, Joyce Meyer says that normal, a normal mind is a calm mind. So if I'm flipping out, or like one college girl says, if I'm wigging it, or I think that's how she says it, I'm not sure. <laughs> but if I'm um, troubled, worried, sad, I mean, sure, we, you know, we all have our moments where you know, we feel things, like Sarah Baller died, we were sad, of course we were sad. But Jesus, through his word, gives us the ability to stay peaceful. And, but here's a few questions I just want to ask. These are not original questions, but we could all relate to them or relate to someone that you know. Are you a nervous wreck from too much stress? Do you lay awake at night worrying about things you have no control over? Do you explode in rage? I'm emphasizing certain words there. Stress, worrying, rage. Do you explode in rage, wishing you could take it all back? Do you, sus- do you suppress anger until you hate people around you? Who, if, if you can answer yes to any of those, then we have to ask the question, who is running your life, you or your emotions? Uh, Romans 8.14 says, if we're led by the Spirit, we're the sons of God. Right. And... Um, I just want to emphasize or bring that scripture up because it's those that are led by the Spirit are the sons of God. So we want to be, even in our emotions, I want to be led by the Spirit. I want to be a daughter of God, not three days a week or four days a week. I mean, I'm always his daughter, but I, I, I want to grasp this and walk in this 24-7 and um, every day of the week, every, every week of the month, that we can be led by the Spirit Romans 8, 14, those who are led by the Spirit are the children of God. You're the daughter of God, the son of God. If you're led by your your emotions, then we have a ways to grow. Um, Just briefly touching on Jesus as our example, Hebrews 14, 15, you know, we might think, well, yeah, Jesus, but you don't understand. But we all know he did. He did get tempted in every way. He does understand uh, Hebrews 4.15 says, We do not have a high priest that, that doesn't understand. I'm paraphrasing. 
and that isn't touched by the feeling of our infirmities. He feels it. I mean, I'm so thankful that he knows us and loves us when we don't know ourselves and we don't love ourselves. And, um, you know, just, just confusing things. But it says that Jesus is touched with the feeling of our infirmity. I'm also glad in Corinthians where it says that when I am weak, then I am strong. So that we can rely on him, depend on him, trust in him, and build our life on him. But this verse says, Jesus was in all points tempted like we are, but without sin. Perfect, flawless, no blemish, spotless. He never lost his temper. He never thought one critical thought. He didn't even, of course, he never put himself down (laughs) because that would have been a sin. But um, he, he never lusted. He never overate. <laughs> he never swore. Mm-hmm. He never gave in to the flesh. Right. He, he's perfect. Yep. He's holy. Yeah. And that's a whole other sermon. <laughs> but he's made us holy. He's transferred this cleansing, right. this righteousness, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his power and his love, he has saved us. So he understands, and he was tempted in every way, yet without sin. And he faced extreme emotional pressures. We won't get into all that either, but if you think about when he was at the Mount of Olives, and he knew what what he would be facing, he knew what was going to come. And he prayed, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Um, I'll just read a... No, I'll just skip over that. That's from Luke 22:39. when they went to the Mount of Olives. And, you know, he went to pray, and he asked his friends to pray with him. And they kept falling asleep. Oh, dear. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he kept saying, he says, couldn't you just, couldn't you stick with me for an hour? Yeah. And uh, I can't point any fingers at those guys, you know. Yeah. We, uh, the spirit is willing and the flesh is weak. But Jesus said, Father, if you be willing, remove this cup from me. But then he said, nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Well, an angel appeared to him to minister unto him. So he called on, the, on Father God for power. He called on the name of the one who could supply his emotional need at that time so he wouldn't spin out, so he wouldn't flip out, so he wouldn't uh, give way to depression, so he wouldn't give way to despair and hopelessness, knowing that he was going to die knowing that he was going to suffer. And his body hurt. Even though he was God, he hurt. Pastor Frank has preached amazing messages on that. He was so close to death. His emotions did not like it. How many know what I'm talking about? And I, you know, we're on a picnic. My life's a picnic. When I'm crying, I say, I don't have a thing to be crying about. Quit crying. We'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about some self-talk, okay? (laughs) And, um, He expressed his emotions to his father, but he did not let his emotions control him. Come on. He did not let his emotions control him. He controlled his emotions. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that he did it. Jesus determined to be controlled by the Holy Spirit and not by his feelings. I'm preaching to myself. I'm preaching to myself, church. Determined to be controlled by the Holy Spirit. Okay, our thoughts will affect our emotions. It's our thought life. What are we thinking about? 
if we're thinking about, wow, I've got a home in heaven. Wow, I've got the power. Wow, I am anointed. Wow, he saved me, like Dusty's testimony. If we're thinking the wow things and the positive things and having a thankful heart, which Pastor Dave so eloquently preaches on, if we're living in praise, which is living in the answer, our thoughts are going to affect our emotions, correct? Is this correct? This is correct. What we are thinking determines our mood. Mm-mm-mm. What we are thinking determines our mood. Should I just talk to the girls now for a little bit? Well, all of us have emotions. Guys have emotions. Girls have emotions. And, but we really don't have an excuse. I don't have an excuse to be moody. I mean, we're talking about Jesus is the standard. <laughs> He's way up here. We don't want to have our measuring stick be, well, yeah, but so-and-so over there, and yeah, but look at them and look at them. But no, Jesus is our spiritual yardstick. And if he said that he was never controlled by his emotions, or the word shows us that he wasn't, then there's a transfer that he has given us. What we are thinking about determines our mood, and the battlefield, of course, is in our mind. So two things. We can think God's thought or, you know, fill our mind with the word, fill our mind with a truth, or we can let our thoughts dictate our emotions. I don't like the second one. It's a, it's a uh, spiral downhill. So, okay, I'm just going to keep moving right along here. Um, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about our thoughts, and then I want to talk about self-talk, talking to ourselves. <laughs> which today uh, I was, uh, you know, Pastor Kevin's not here, so I was doing some of the music, and thanks to Laura, she came and helped out with that. And, but, so I was, like, talking to myself, okay, 395, you know, and saying all these numbers. And Dave said, what? And I said, oh, I'm just, I'm just talking to myself. Oh, he said, that's okay. Cindy does that too. So. <laughs> but we can self-talk. We can talk to our emotions. I can talk to Jeannie. I can talk to my spirit and say, you know what, get over it. I can talk to myself and say, okay, humble yourself, therefore, under the mighty hand of God. And be the first one to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm liking that smile over there. There are thoughts. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 5. Pay attention to our thoughts. I remember years ago, someone sharing that with me. Well, what are you thinking about? Because um, I'd been struck with a panic attack, and I don't know, maybe 10 years ago or whatever. And I had started to believe a lie. And this uh, woman of God said to me, she said, well, you have to pay attention to what you're thinking about. And I'm going to read this portion, 2 Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. For though we walk and we live in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh, using mere human weapons. I talked to a lady today who's believing for her husband, and she said, I can't do it. I can't change him. My, nothing I do, nothing my flesh is going to do is going to change the situation. And I said, flesh and blood has not revealed this unto you, but the Spirit of God has revealed it unto you. So we can't do anything. It says, we walk in the flesh, but if we try to do these things or live the Christian life in the flesh using mere human weapons, nothing's going to work. Right. Verse 4, for the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal. They are not physical. They are not flesh and blood. But the weapons of our warfare, the good news is, it says they are mighty. And I know tonight, there's going to be a few in here who have a click-click revelation, like like a light's going to go on. And um, 
what he's, if he's done it for anybody, he'll do it for everybody. And there's going to be some setting free in people's thought, thought, lives, thought patterns tonight in the name of Jesus. Those weapons are not carnal, but they are mighty through God. Boy, my earring's noisy. Through the pulling down of strongholds. <laughs> what rattleth my earring? <laughs> okay, it's off. It's like a tambourine up here. They are mighty through God. Verse 5, casting down imaginations. Have you done it today? You don't have to raise your hand. Cast down imaginations. Cast down arguments. Cast down every high thing, any proud thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. So imagination, that's imaginary offenses. That's thinking this or thinking that, and it's all in the imaginary realm. It's not true. And the Bible tells us that we have to take those imaginations or any proud thing, and that's anything, anything, a proud high thing that would exalt itself against the Word of God. I've, I've fought those demons for years, and it says that we can take those thoughts and those imaginations and those things that are contrary to God's Word and it says, lead them into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So if, if you've had a thought pattern that's a lie, and I'll get into some of that, if you have thoughts that occur again and again, our part is to discern and to recognize that is a lie. And it's like another translation says, you grab that thought. Another translation says, you take that thought and you put it in prison. You bind that thing up. And you lose the truth, and you fill your head, you fill your mind with the truth. And I just want to splice in here like an advertisement for God's Word again. Like when you're getting ready in the morning, please have on CDs with the preaching of the Word. If you're in your car, have the Word of God preached. Be hearing the Word of God. We can use those times when it seems like they're dead spots. You can use those times to fill up with the truth. And I cannot tell you, I cannot emphasize the difference that it makes in a day. When we walk in truth and we walk in the knowledge of the truth and we pull down, we don't give in to the lies. We, we have the truth dominating. We have Jesus dominating. So we want to rest every thought. We want to grab every thought that is contrary to the Word of God, and we want to make those thoughts surrender to what God says. Come on. Those things cannot stay. Those things are lies, and it is more than just positive thinking. I mean, it includes positive thinking, but it's so much more than that because it's the power of the Word of God, which is a living Word. It's our bread that we eat. It's the air that we breathe. It's... uh, Uh, Corinthians, I think, says, in him we live, we move, we have our whole being wrapped up in the Word of God. In fact, in Colossians or somewhere, it says that everything's held together through the Word. I mean, our everything, our whole body, we're we're held together through the Word of God. So um, we're not going to lose our mind. We're not going to have our emotions run out of control. We're going to stay in control and let the Word of God Keep it together. Keep us peaceful. Keep us whole. Keep us healthy. Mental health belongs to the children of God. There's too many Christians that are mentally disturbed, uh, troubled, frustrated every day of their Christian walk, upset, angry, and really just not having any fun at all. (laughs) Going to heaven, but there's so much more. I have come to give you life. And to give you what kind? An abundant life. 
So our, if we learn to say no to wrong thoughts and yes to God thoughts, yep. God thoughts is anything that's true. Yep. And Philippians 4.8 is about our true list. You know, I didn't write that down, but it's your what to think on list. Philippians 4.8 gives you a list of what to think on. Yep. Come on, Jeannie, get with the program. Yep. Okay, Pastor Dave in the front row said, Amen. Say no to wrong thoughts. Say yes to God thoughts. Your emotions will lead you to faith. You'll find the power to stay calm, peaceful, loving. Is it just something we read about? Is it something we read about somebody else? No, it's for every one of us in this room that we can walk in the Spirit. They that are led by the Spirit, we are the sons of God. It's already ours. It's blood-bought, healing in our bodies, salvation, name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, and emotional stability, peace in our minds, enjoying what you're doing, not just getting through another day and just ragging it out and upset and bored and bummed. (laughs) No, that's the world. And Jesus has good things for us. We've heard it for years, haven't we? I know the plans I have for you, and they're good plans. Your thoughts will determine your emotions. How many are with me tonight? Our thoughts are going to determine, and no emotion just pops up on its own. Every emotion is birthed from a thought. I don't have time to get into that tonight, but like that reference I was making to whatever, 10 or 12 years ago, when um, I just started believing a lie. And um, it started with one thought. And I know where I was standing, <laughs> and there was stress in our home. There was, you know, things going on. We were still in Volga, and I, I listened. I gave in to a lie, and it was like, oh, what a sorry journey I went on for like ten months because of one thought. No emotion is on its own. Every emotion is created by one thought. I'll share on that some other time. But um, our moods all start with thoughts. If your thoughts aren't right, here's the good news. We can direct our thoughts by the Word of God. Um, Here's just a few examples. And then I want to read some powerful scriptures out of James. When emotions control your thoughts, you tend to look for the bad. If you're all, you know, just led by your emotions and not by the spirit here's some things you might think or here's some things worse yet you might even say oh people are so dumb my job's awful i hate my life i hate my marriage i'm sad about my kids everybody bugs me oh those guys they're just jerks (laughs) those are bad things to say those are things we might say or think if we're controlled by our emotions, if we're frustrated. But when the Holy Spirit controls our thoughts, we've reined it in and we've set boundaries for what we're going to allow our mind to think about. Here's some some, uh, examples of what we might say when we're led by the Spirit, when our Holy Spirit is in control. I see the best in people. I am brilliant because I have the mind of Christ. I am the light of Jesus to those around me. I love my spouse. I love my children. I love my job. I will go to work early. I will work hard. I will be a blessing to everyone around me. 
I will bring fever to them. I will be a blessing to them. I will bring value to people. I know when we saw people in the jail this week, um, I asked them if they wanted an identity sheet because I said, how many of you here are suicidal? And I think four, three or four out of six of them raised their hand. But it goes back to the thoughts. I'm a loser. I blew it. There's no hope. I don't have a future. And I just like, I just want a ball in there just saying to them, your future's so bright. If you just allow the Holy Spirit to enlighten you, and if you see it, you can be it. So it all starts with how you think, and that's why we emphasize over and over again, we've got to know what the Word of God says. The Bible tells us again and again to change how we think, Ephesians 4, 23. I remember reading that when Dave and I were first married. It talks about being renewed in the spirit of our mind. We're not the old person we used to be. And uh, new, the NIV says, be renewed in the attitude of your mind. Come on, now, what's our attitude? What's my attitude? I'm speaking this whole sermon for me, just FYI, your information. We can develop new spiritual and mental attitudes. Attitude includes determination. You know, like they say, well, she's got an attitude. <laughs> but it can be determination. Positive, praising, being thankful. Zip it up if you know you're negative. Sometimes I'm sick of me. Sometimes I'm sick of me talking, let alone Dave having to listen to me. <laughs> it's like, sorry, Dave, I don't even like what I'm saying. I'm, uh, for example, you can change it. Oh, these are examples again. I'm going to love my life. I'm, and it's not fake, okay? It's faith. And your emotions will follow. Yeah. We, do, oh, we do everything by faith. I'm preaching tonight by faith, right. believing that it's the inspired word of God under the unction and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. So we don't fake it. We faith it. And we begin to say, I'm going to agree with God. If you don't remember anything else tonight, please remember, agree with God. Amen. Agree with what he said. Yes. You know this truth, and the knowledge of this truth right. sets us free. And it happens again and again. So develop those new spiritual and mental attitudes. Once we come in agreement with, with what God says, our emotions will follow. Hallelujah. I don't have time again to talk about a niece of mine who's uh, living this right now, even though her, her husband, they live in Arizona, and he's about as mean as mean can be, and she's walking in the Spirit. Amen. She's just is so amazing. Another time. Thoughts affect our emotions, and we can direct our thoughts, or we can tell ourselves what to think about. Yeah. Like, nope, I'm not going there. Yeah. <laughs> Nope, I'm not going back to, nope, I'm not thinking about imaginary. Nope, and you know what, you know, oh, Pastor Dave, he's just blessed me so many times over the last several months, just some little, little truths that he gives me, and I just, I call them my happy thoughts, and I just muse on them and think on them, but it's because it's the truth. It's the truth from God's word. It doesn't matter how we feel, emotions will catch up, all, as, as we speak the thoughts of God, our emotions will come into truth. Okay, I'm going to skip over that. Um, I'm going to skip over that. Hi, Frank. <laughs> okay. Um, some things to think about. I won't read them, but um, Psalm 139, verse 17, and Psalm 40, verse 5 tell us that God is constantly thinking enduring thoughts about you. And these scriptures tell us that, you know, and I mean, he's so manifold, he's so gigantic, 
that he can be thinking about, you know, here's this group of people here tonight, but he's thinking precious thoughts about each one of you. And um, there's so many good thoughts about you that they're more than the number of the sand of the sea. And then you think about, you know, wow, Brookings, United States, every nation of the world, and it just shows the hugeness of our God. If I should count them, they are more than they can number. When I awake, you are still with me. But by tapping into God's thoughts and agreeing with God, we can have victory over lies. And I want to say that tonight. You can have victory over these lies that hit your head. You can get rid of those lies. Some of you don't even know what I'm talking about, and some of you know way too much of what I'm talking about. It's like, I know what you're talking about. But I want to close with the power of self-talk. Talk to your emotions. Talk to yourself. <laughs> Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit. Okay, this, this verse shows us that our tongue has great power. There's another verse in James, James 3, 2. It's, it also shows us that our tongue has great power. I don't know about you, but why do I forget that? My tongue has such power. In many things we shall offend, but if a man offends not in word, that means if we can keep this little rudder tamed and in the spirit, we can steer our whole life in the right direction. And, and that verse says, if, if a person can do that, it says, that person is mature. It's a perfect man, which if you go back to the whatever, it's like this mature man. So the power of our words is tremendous. Um, I just want to say a couple things that this author says. Is we need to have a plan. I need to have a plan. We need to have a plan every day. We need to have a plan for our life, for our day, for our week, for our month, for our year. We must stop before we react and grab those negative emotions. Grab them before they turn into the next hour or the next you know, two hours. And my, dad, or my mother said that her father-in-law used to get in a grump, and he wouldn't talk for several days. I, How did he do that? <laughs> Not talk for several days. <laughs> but my mother went up to her father-in-law and said, all right, it's time for you to get over it. And she just shook him loose, and, and uh, he started talking. But we got to grab those negative emotions. Begin to talk to those negative emotions. Practice self-talk. It's okay in your home. If, you, if you're in your home and you tell yourself the truth, a perfect man is one who's emotionally mature. He is a grown-up. What the Word of God says is those moments when you feel your emotions trying to take control, when you are faced with a desire to do the wrong thing, to fall into a generational curse, alcohol, drugs, lust, adultery, or pornography, anything wrong in God's eyes, you can be a mature person if you say the right thing. I mean, it just, you know, the ways of Jesus are so simple. He says, my yoke is easy. People have these burdens and these struggles, and they say, oh, it's so hard. It's so difficult. It's so big. But Jesus said, his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. He says that we can be mature. We can stay walking in the spirit. We can have emotional stability if we say the right thing. Does that sound too easy? It does in the natural. But we're talking about God adding the super to our natural. And if we say what God says, I'm no longer a drunk. I'm no longer an immoral person. I am no longer 
addicted to these things. I'm addicted to the ministry. I'm addicted to Jesus. We bridle our tongue and direct it using this tongue, just like the rudder of the ship, to say, no, you're going to go this way. No, you're not going to be moody. No, you're not going to fall apart. No, you're not going to give in to panic attacks. Bridle your tongue. Direct what it says, and it will set your thoughts in the right place. See, our tongue, what we say, will cause our thoughts to be in line with what God says. I know it's true. You know it's true. You've done it. You've seen it. And there's more for all of us where God wants them, and your behavior will change. Okay, I need to close. By learning self-talk, you use your tongue to set boundaries. Control your tongue. Set your speech. It will direct your thoughts and emotions. Speak out God's thoughts. That's his word. And that's why, like with these guys in the jail, this, this identity list, there's a hundred identity truths that we're going to bring down to them. And we all need it. Because when we're doing that, we're saying what God says. We're agreeing with God. And we're not giving way to those emotional flaws. Good confession produces good thoughts, which results in good emotions. I'll say that one more time, and that's the last thing. Good confession produces good thoughts, which, which results in good emotions. And this whole thing is about emotional stability. And I think one of the favorite verses I ever learned as a brand-new Christian is Isaiah 26.3. And it says, Thou, King James, He, Jesus, will keep us in perfect peace. Perfect peace. When our mind is stayed on him. So let's thank him for that tonight. Father, we just thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you, Father, for emotional stability. Thank you, Lord, for victory. We just thank you, Lord, that you've set us free from emotional rage, from pride, from anger, from things that would try to get out of control. And, Lord, that you've made it so easy for us that we can agree with your word, speak your word, and we know that the result will be healthy, happy emotions. Claim that tonight for everyone in this room, everyone who hears us by CD, and for all of our loved ones. Tonight we break any generational curse of bipolar in Jesus' name, any psychiatric mental problems. We break that off of everyone here, everyone in our family, in Jesus' name. Emotional instability, we command that to depart, get away from us, get away from our loved ones and from this church body. In Jesus' name, we stand on the word of God that says that with Jesus' stripes, we are healed. Everyone said amen. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife@brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. 
Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m. Also, Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.